Welcome to the Success with God and Psych podcast, where it's all about a purpose-driven life where God and psychology mix together and guide your way. And now, your host who's funny, informative, and a straight shooter, doing this so you have a better life, Dr. Jessica Kersner. Welcome, welcome, welcome. You know what I like to say. There's no better day than today for blessings, impact, and purpose. And today I wanted to talk about, um, there was an incident in Thailand where, uh, where it actually is still going on, 12 boys uh, went into a cave with their soccer coach after a practice or after a game. And they wanted to, they were exploring the cave and this monsoon blocked off their escape. And the monsoon, the water and everything kept people from finding them for like 10 days. Um, so then this past Friday, a diver who was a former Thai Navy SEAL died while trying to help rescue, um, be a part of the rescue mission. I think he was trying to uh, provide oxygen along the path for these um, for these uh, boys when they were going to get them out so that they could uh, try to find a way to get them out through the water. And he died. And so um, he, he, this made me think, you know, when you have a situation like this, imagine if, you know, you're this family, you're people in this community and, you know, you're trying to make sense of such a, a serious situation as this is like, why me, why my son, why my nephew, why my friend, why my student, um, and faith and hope are hard to um, channel for some people during that time uh, and, and during these times, during times when you have serious situation where you, you're trying to make sense of it. And sometimes people think you have to make sense of something to have faith um, or to be able to have hope. And so that's what I'm going to talk about, faith and hope in what we would consider dire situations that are very hard and we don't know how things are going to happen. What's going to come out of it. What do we do? Uh, that's going to happen right after the break guys. Meet Fred. Fred once fell stuck in a rut and he had trouble connecting with other people. Then Fred read the book path to loving yourself by Dr. Jessica Kersner. Fred found the book interesting and exciting. The down to earth approach that the book takes helped to increase his self esteem. Now, Fred spends less time feeling bad, and he grew to first love himself. Eventually, he gained the capacity to connect with others. You too can benefit from The Path to Loving Yourself by Dr. Jessica Kersner. Get your copy for only $9.95 from Amazon, Barnes & Noble, or Books A Million. That's Path to Loving Yourself by Dr. Jessica Kersner. Get up on your signed copy at healingaxcoach.org. All right. And we're back. And so when we think about, okay, you think about anything you've gone through where, or even if you're presently going through, and it's hard to see how you God could allow you to be in this situation or how you're in the situation and you could come out of this situation. And so I figured I'd start, I'd start on a, a, the biblical side of it, what God says about this. And then we'd go on um, the psychology side of it. And to start with God, I'm going to talk about 
when uh, in Mark uh, chapter four, verse 35 through 41, when Jesus calms the storm. And so in in that situation in the Bible, you had where that day when the evening came, he said to the disciples, let's go over to the other side. Leaving the crowd behind, they took him along just as he was in the boat. There were also other boats with him. A furious squall came up and the waves broke over the boat so that it was nearly swamped. Jesus was in the stern, sleeping on a cushion. The disciples woke him and said to him, teacher, don't you care if we drown? I'm going to stop there for a moment uh, because that's how we feel when something's going on. You say, don't you care? Does God care? You know, imagine if you're the the mothers um, of these boys that are, are stuck in in this cave. You're, I mean, I just, I couldn't even imagine if it was my son in that situation where it's just, you think, you know, do you care? Does God care? Does he, does he, do you think about my situation? Are you aware of my situation? And that can challenge your faith, your faith. Um, and so in that situation, I think that's where it's important to start, where is it okay to say, do you care? Does he care? Does he, does he, do you think he cares? Am you know, am I the only one that thinks that it's very fair to say, you know, God, do you care? Um, I want to bring you my situation to you and say, do you care about my situation? Because right now it feels to me like you don't care. And it is, that's an honest place. And it is honest place because in that situation, you may think about it. Your emotions are all over the place. You're worried. You're scared. Um, you know, you have all this love for this person. And in this moment, you're just like, this makes no sense to me logically why this should be happening to my child or why this should be happening to my loved one or why this should be happening to me. So let's continue with the story. So then Jesus got up, rebuked the wind and said to the waves, quiet, be still. Then the wind died down and it was completely calm. He said to the disciples, why are you so afraid? Do you still have no faith? Let's talk about that. So if I'm afraid, does that mean I don't have any faith? Does that mean that if I am fearful, I have no faith at all? Because in this situation, they were extremely fearful. They were like, hey, um, uh, we're going to die here. God, you need to wake Jesus. Wake up. Wake up. Because... I mean, you you obviously don't care that we're going to drown because you're not saving us. And in that situation, I don't think that their fear said they had no faith. They thought, okay, well, he obviously has no idea what's going on. Let's wake him up and say, God, do you not know what's going on? Do you not care? Um, Wake up and save us. And so he did. He woke up and he saved them. But it's not that simple for us that we can just say, hey, let's wake up. Wake God up right now. We see him wake up and then say, okay, so you choose to save this or you choose not to save it. You know, you have a situation where um, these uh, kids are, it's not going to be as simple as um, I woke him up. I look at him. He says to me, oh, you have little faith. And then he saves my son. That's not what's going to happen for these people in Thailand. And so faith is the evidence of things not seen. And that is my choice. And I, and I have to remind people um, and remind myself often that it is a choice in this moment to believe 
um, that what I don't see can still happen. What I can't fathom can still happen. And so at one point, so for instance, let's say take the same situation. This this uh, gentleman that was trying to save these boys died um, on that past Friday, right? This past Friday uh, with him trying to lay the oxygen, the oxygen along the path. He lost his life and he is a hero for, for giving his life for these boys. But today, uh, th- today they were able to save four boys out of that situation. And so eight remain. And they were able to get four boys. So it was able to be done. They were able to bring someone out. And so no one thought it could happen. And they are praying and they're, they're uh, banding together as a community to say, okay, you know, we want to believe, we want to believe, we want to believe, we want to believe. And then you have this guy, you know, this, you have a guy, he's, he's like, so these are your heroes. You know, he's a Navy SEAL, a former Navy SEAL for the Thai people. And, you think, okay, he's a hero. He's big. He's strong. You know, these are little boys. How, if he can't make it, then surely my son is not going to make it out of here. There's no way that, that my child can possibly do it. And when you look at what's in front of you, it doesn't look like it's going to happen. It doesn't look like it's possible. And today what happened? They were able to bring four boys out of that situation alive. And they're in the hospital now. Yes, they're getting treatment, but they're alive. And that is why that belief, that choice to say, I believe that it that somehow this can happen, even if what's in front of me does not um, look like it can happen, is crucial. And you say, how do you tap into that? And is it do you tap into that by saying, you know, because we can't say, hey, Jesus, wake up, care about this situation and see him care about it or to have that conversation with him, we have to do that from an internal place to say, you know, I choose at this moment to believe. And people try to act like it's not a choice, but it's a choice. You have to choose to say what you believe in and what you don't. And you have to mentally push yourself into that spiritual place where you say, you know what? I mentally choose to believe. And then you engage in some spiritual warfare. So you do things around yourself to balance them out. So you listen to songs that say things that have messages about faith, that have people that have testimonies where God did things when it seemed like there was no way for it to happen, that it came about. You read those stories in the Bible, like uh, David and Goliath. You read the stories in the Bible, or like the storm. You read stories in the Bible, like the city of Jericho, where you know, God said the 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 uh, wall was going to fall, and they were marching around for years and years. Seven years they marched around that city every day, and God said it would fall, and they had to choose it. But could you imagine what it was to wake up every day to go back out and march around that city? And you've been doing it for six and a half years, and every day you go out there in that building and it has not fallen yet. Can you imagine that? You imagine the faith it takes to say but he said it was going to happen, or I believe it, I believe it. And then at year seven, it falls. And so it's a choice. So this is why God said to them, do you not believe? So when he asked them, do, do you, do you still not have the faith? He's asking, are you saying right now that you don't believe? Are you saying that that's your choice? 
And it's not that he's saying because they um, because they were scared. It's like you were scared. But when you choose to believe it should change that emotional place. And so that doesn't mean that you don't have that element of fear. It doesn't mean that you don't have that element of um, of doubt even. It means that regardless of the fear, regardless of that doubt, regardless of what you don't see, you say, okay, right now I'm scared. Right now I'm doubtful. Right now I'm here, but I, I have to choose to believe. I choose to believe this is going to be different. And I choose to put myself in a place where I tr- believe it. I feel it. I believe it. I say, this is going to happen because it can happen. And just like some, there were four mothers whose sons walked away from that cave today. It can happen. We're going to finish this after the break, guys. Happiness is defined as a state of well-being and joy. Did you know laughter increases happiness? William James said, we don't laugh because we're happy. We're happy because we laugh. Studies have shown laughter can decrease stress and pain and even increase your immunity. Laughter provides not only emotional but physical release. What can you do? Find moments to laugh with family and friends and coworkers every day. Watch funny videos on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram TV, or any social media platform where you can watch videos. Also, journal about funny memories from your past that you can remember as a way to laugh daily or ensure that you don't forget and give yourself a laugh on a bad day in the future. This has been your Gila Night Dr. K's Focus Me Minute with Dr. Jessica Kersman. Get more info at Gila Night Dr. K at Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram, or listen to the Success with God in Sight podcast. All right, and we're back. So what does psychology say about hope? So psychology defines hope as a feeling or expectation and desire for a certain thing to happen. Sounds kind of like faith to me, but um, so you have a feeling or expectation. You have a feeling of expectation and desire for a certain thing to happen. So we have to have the feeling that I expect this to happen and I want it to happen. And we have hope, right? And I, I believe that it may, because if I have an expectation, I believe that it may happen, right? So why does psychology say hope is important? Why um, does hope matter? And so when you look at why they says to say, because having goals is not enough. So psychology says that in life, life gets hard. So you lose jobs, people die, um, houses burn, um, you get hurt. And if you don't have hope, then if a problem comes about, then you quit. So we say that hope allows people to approach problems with a mindset that gives them a strategy aimed for success. That means if you fall down, you get back up because then you come at it from another angle because you expect it to happen. You have a desire for it to happen. And so you have that hope. So since you have the hope that it's going to happen, you're going to keep going. So you're going to say, okay, this is one stumble. Like it, I have no choice to make this happen. I know this is where I'm supposed to be. I, I, I know this event is going to happen. So then you have another strategy. You have another, another, another peg in the board. And so society said, I mean, psychology says when people lack hope, they choose easy tasks and they quit when it gets difficult or they fail. So when, if you uh, have no hope, then you choose things that you believe are easily attainable. 
And when it's not, then there is no redo. There is no retry. You just bail out. You're 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 a quitter. You quit easily. Um, and so what we're saying is, though, everybody we know people like that. So imagine if um, David uh, was he had no hope that he could beat Goliath. Then I mean, immediately when you saw him and he like growled or yelled at him or stomped at him or you saw him, he was like two times the size. He threw threw that first pebble and it went to the left. Then and and it went nowhere near him. Then he was like, "Oh man, I got to turn and run," um, because that's where how you are when you have you have no hope. So what we're saying is, when I have no hope, if I if I go to my job and and I get written up, that means now it's getting difficult. So then I quit. I walk away. We all know those people. We've had those friends. We have those family. Maybe you've been that person yourself, where you you get in that and you say, "You know what? This isn't for me." This isn't what I can do. It's got to be something else. Or, you know, I was planning on getting that job or planning on finishing that degree or planning on fixing that um, problem with myself. Um, but they never start. And you never start because you don't have the hope that you will succeed. They just have the fear that they will fail. Um, and so then they can't push through because they don't have the hope. They don't have any expectation for it to happen. They have the desire, but they don't have the expectation. And so psychology says that we need you to expect it and have um, the desire for it. And faith says that you need to believe and belief. You have to believe when it's not seen. And belief is the same thing. The very exact same thing. So to me, at the end of the day, the long, long story short for this podcast episode is that hope and faith are the same thing. We give it two different words. One says, you know, if you don't want to use a, a religious word or a spiritual word, then you can say hope. And if you want to use a spiritual word then, and you don't want to use a layman's word, then you say faith. But they're the same thing. Um, you have faith that it will happen. You have faith that a higher power will help you in um Layman's terms, you say you say have hope, but sometimes where's that hope? Say who's you hoping against? Hope you hoping against who? What are you? Who are you hoping to make it happen? You know, but that hope uh, increases your belief in yourself that you can make it happen. Um, and faith says that I know with God that these things are possible. And that's the major difference between faith and hope is that faith, because it is a spiritual concept, says, I know with God that these things are possible. And hope says, you know, because I believe I can, because I have the expectation that it can, then that increases my belief in myself that I can do things to change the outcome and make this possible. Um, But they're still the same thing. And that's a big difference, but innately, they're the same. And so for me, if you believe in faith, then you know instantly you have hope. If you have hope, then I guess you definitely, you don't necessarily have faith, um, but you have hope. Um, So that's it for today. And so, you know, when you have that situation, if you're a mom of one of those boys in Thailand, I'm praying with you. I have constant faith and hope that your sons will be uh, rescued and that they will come out alive just like those four boys today because I choose to. I choose to believe it. And I know with God, all things are possible. And I know also that we have some excellent, excellent heroes 
um, daily heroes that are working to get those boys out. And um, they can definitely make it possible, just like those four walked out of there. They can't, well, they didn't walk out, but they walked away from it once they got them out of there today. And it can happen. It is possible. And I believe with you. So guys, have faith, have hope. Um, please check out the podcast um, on iTunes, subscribe, uh, review, rate it. Uh, check us out at Helenax Dr. K at Instagram, um, Facebook, Twitter. Please uh, review, please share. And guys, see you next time. Have a good night.